What is good, YouTube Quinn Way basketball analysis coming to y'all with that instant analysis on an instant classic on the Dallas Mavericks defeating the Golden State Warriors. This game was a back and forth affair where both teams was battling for a W. Steph Curry got called for a travel late in the shot clock, and that was game as Klay Thompson had an easy open three that he just couldn't make. Even then, it will be tied if he made it, and they will go into overtime, so they still could have had a chance to lose. Luka Dantich with a 40-point triple-double. We're going to talk about the Dallas Mavericks first. They outscored, the Ma they outscored Golden State 36-24 to in the first quarter. Golden State outscored them 30 to 19 in the second quarter. Dallas outscored them 37 to 33 in the third quarter. And then Dallas got outscored 26 to 24 in the fourth quarter. I love what I seen out of Dallas defensively. Guys really defended and really competed hard. Dory Finney Smith did a great job. Dwight Powell did a great great job. Spencer didn't when he got ejected, but Luka just stepped up in the fourth quarter and really delivered. I love what I seen out of Maxi Kleba with that block that he had. Um, Christian Wood, I feel like he played solid defense. He had some bonehead turnovers, but it is what it is at the end of the day. Uh, Dorian Spinney-Smith, let's start with him. Six points plus 12 and plus minus plus personal foul, two, turnover, two assists, nine rebounds. One of four from the three-point line, two of six from the field. This had solid spacing. He had moved the ball and, and kept himself moving too. Just great offensive game. Just knowing where to be on the court and just great good game rebounding. Three of his rebounds, three of his nine rebounds was offensive. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. hit a big three that kept them ahead and gave them the lead that really sealed the deal for them. Eight of 16 from the field, five of 11 from three. This was his best game of the season. Like Stan Van Gundy said, they needed him to have a big game because Spencer Dinwiddie got ejected and they needed somebody else to step up. And Tim Hardaway Jr. what came through just like Dorian Finney-Smith. Um, in the fourth quarter, one or two from the free throw line, four rebounds total, two assists, three personal fouls, plus 19 and plus minus 22 points. Dwight Powell, 18 minutes, two or three from the field, but he did have three rebounds and one key block, four personal fouls, plus 13 and plus minus four points. Spencer Dinwiddie had a solid game until he got ejected for an elbow that he did on Jordan Poole, which was totally on call for, but I don't think he did it intentionally to hurt him. I just think he was just trying to clear some space to get to the basket, and he just did it too high. But it was unfortunate, but they still ended up winning without him. 5 of 12 from the field, 0 of 4 from the three-point line, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, 2 assists, 2 steals, 3 turnovers, 1 personal foul, 14 points. Luka the Don Wonderboy Dantich was a boss, was the best player on the court tonight. 14 of 27 efficient from the field, hitting the mid-ranges, hitting the floaters, hitting the push shots, getting to the basket with his handle, facilitating. He had 12 assists, rebounding the basketball, 12 rebounds tonight. There's an absolute monster game from Luka Wonderboy Dantage. 4-9 from 3, shot the 3-ball well, took some tough ones late in the shot clock, was still able to make some, was still able to miss some, but he shot above 40%, and that's what you love to see. Gotta love to see it from Luka Dantage. 9-15 from the free throw line. You want to see him shoot better from the free throw line and the 3-point line. It's crazy. This man is leading the NBA scoring, but not shooting well from 3 or from the free throw line, and still scoring the ball high and point, to point totals this year. That's crazy, but he's doing it. 
um, forced steals also. He had some good steals when they was passing the ball or trying to inbound the ball. Luka just was picking off all those passes. Just great defensive game by the Dallas Mavericks. They always been criticizing critique for not being a great defensive team and a streaky offensive team. They were still a little streaky offensively, but they did get up in guys. They did defend. They did cover space, and they did deflect and go for blocks a lot, and that was a success. They really wanted to play this game, and they really wanted to win this game, and they really wanted to show that they can compete with the Warriors, and they did that for the whole 48 minutes. It was no time off, no slacking, no taking um, time. They really wanted to fight and really wanted to win this game, and they got it done. Five turnovers, a lot of the turnovers was travel calls. Um, he didn't really pass turnover too much. A lot of them was just uh, charging fouls or turnovers by traveling a lot. That's what Luka five turnovers is a, was mostly not because of his passing, getting picked off. Three personal fouls, plus 22, and plus minus, and 41 massive points. He was huge in the fourth quarter, making assists, getting rebounds, scoring every from everywhere on the court. There's an absolute monster game from Luka Doncic. He is a monster. He is one of the best players, and he should be up there in MVP, especially because this team is 500. It's not like they are below 500 team, and when you look at their home record, they're 9-3 and three at Dallas. So they have a great home record, and they beat the Golden State Warriors, who was on a win streak tonight, showing that they are one of the best teams in the NBA still. 25 of 25 minutes for Maxi Kleber, 2 or 3 from the field, 2 or 2 from the free throw line, 1 rebound, 1 assist, 1 block, 1 turnover, 3 personal fouls, negative 6 and plus minus 6 points. Davis Bertans did have a sighting tonight, 2 or 2 from the field, 2 or 2 from 3, 1 turnover, 1 personal foul, negative 6 and plus minus 6 points. Reggie Bullock, 0 or 3 from the 3 point line, negative 14 and plus minus. Christian Wood, 2 of 12, didn't shoot the ball particularly well tonight or from three, but he was active on the rebounds, eight rebounds tonight, one assist, one block. That was key block Um, because the game was close throughout the entire game. Two turnovers, three personal fouls, negative 16, and plus minus four points. Um, Josh Green was huge playing the ball off the ball, making plays, getting to the basket, hitting threes, three or five from three, getting layups that was huge, getting out in transition, moving the ball, moving without the ball. Just an excellent game for Josh Green coming off the bench in his 27 minutes, uh, five or seven from the field, two rebounds, one assist, one steal, one turnover, two personal foul, negative nine, and plus or minus 13 points. JaVale did not play. Frank Nina Kina did not play. Henson did not play, and Hardy did not play. 46% from the field, 34% from three, 63% from the free throw as a team. They also had 39 rebounds total. They also had 21 assists, seven steals, and four blocks, which was they had more blocks and steals than the Golden State Warriors. They also had less turnovers, 13 to 17, and 21 personal fouls less than the Warriors, which had, who had 23. And then the Golden State Warriors, I feel like this wasn't a game that you put your head down on. This is, this was a tough loss. One team was going to win. One team was going to lose. And it just ended up being the Warriors. It was just small little mistakes that they made offensively and defensively that really just cost them the game. They was one step or clay three away from making this a banger of a game. This was a playoff intense game. Both teams wanted it. Both teams came and competed. It's just a better team that defended well and played hard throughout the entire game and came with the same energy and matched the same energy. They just wanted it a little bit more, and that's the only difference in this game, in my personal opinion. Draymond Green, 12 points, negative 5 
11 plus minus, three personal fouls, three turnovers, one block, one steal, four assists, six rebounds, oh, three from the three-point line, six to ten from the field. Andrew Wiggins had a quiet game, not terrible game. It's a quiet one. Ten points, negative 23 and plus minus, two personal fouls, two assists, one rebound, one or two from the free throw line, one of six from the three-point line, four of 11 from the field. Kevon Looney, four or four from the field. Three or three from the free throw line, six rebounds, one assist, one personal foul, negative 15 and plus minus 11 points. Stephen Wardell, Stephen Curry, 32 points, negative 12 and plus minus four personal fouls, four turnovers, five assists, five rebounds. Um, he also was five assists from the free throw line, five of 14 from three, got a lot of them up. That was almost half his shots. Uh, 11 to 24 from the field, which was a solid game from Steph. Clay didn't really show up until the fourth quarter when he started doing more attempts, but two of nine from the field, one of six from three, seven rebounds, which was great. Two assists, one turnover, one personal foul, negative 21 and plus minus five points. There's a quiet game from Steph, I mean, from Clay and Andrew Wiggins tonight, but they still scored 113 points because of their bench. Jonathan Kaminga hit a key three in the corner on the right-hand side that kept them in the game out, gave them a chance to win. 14 points, plus 21 and plus minus. Three personal fouls, two turnovers, two blocks. That was huge for them. One assist. He also had 10 rebounds off the bench. So a double-double for Jonathan Kaminga. Also, 104 from the free throw line, 101 from the three-point line, 6 of 8 from the field. This is a great game for him. Green also had Jermichael Green, three points, negative two and plus minus, two personal fouls, one turnover, one steal, one rebound, or oh, one from three, one or two from the field. Anthony Lamb had a huge defensive game and a huge game. He's one of their two-way players, but he really played great tonight. I love what I've seen out of Anthony Lamb. 16 minutes, four or six from the field, two or four from three, one on one from the free throw line, five rebounds, one assist, one steal, two personal fouls, plus 13 and plus minus 11 points. Dante DiVincenzo had a solid game, one of five from the field, or oh, two from three, but he did shoot four or four from the free throw line. He also did have seven rebounds, two assists, and two steals, one turnover, one personal foul plus 15 and plus minus and six points. And Jordan Poole, nine points, plus 14, four personal fouls, five turnovers, just was goofy and silly with his ball handling and his decision-making and caused them a lot of um, dumb mistakes. Same with Steph Curry, cost them the game basically with the travel, with the three-point shot. Uh, one steal, nine assists for Jordan Poole, one, two rebounds, uh, one of six from the three-point line, three of nine from the field, two of two from the free throw line, 42 of 88 from the field, 47%. They shot abysmal from three, 11 of 43, 25%. 18 of 23 from the free throw line, 78%. They had 50 rebounds total, 27 assists, six steals, three blocks, 17 turnovers, 23 personal fouls, and they scored 113 points. When you look at the Mavericks, this was a must-win game. So they can get back in the win column. This puts them at 500 with the Warriors, which means that they will be tied for ninth place slash 10th, which means they'll be in the play-in territory. They don't want to be a play-in team. They was a team that made it to the Western Conference Finals last year, a team that was a playoff team without the play-in tournament last year. They don't want to take a step backwards. They want to take a step forward in this direction. The Christian Wood trade, the JaVale McGee pickup, was supposed to be game-changers for them. Hasn't been that so far this season. They look exactly like the same team with Powell and Porzingis. It's just Christian Wood is more physical. He attacks the basket more. 
scorer. He's not as finesse as Porzingis, and that's really about it. They got the same core outside of that. It's just they don't have a backup point guard like Jalen Brunson. They're hoping that they can get that from Kemba. I do think Kemba can give them another playmaker, another ball handler, and another person that can get hot. They already had that with Jaden Hardy, but he's young. He's inexperienced. You're trying to win now with Luka. You're trying to win games now. You're not trying to really develop. That's what the G League is for. That's why Hardy been playing specifically in the G League. Kemba is a guy that can have playoff experience, has had teams that made the playoffs, was on solid teams. You just hope he can defend well. You just hope he can still shoot well. And you just hope that he can still handle and get to the basket and play in the pick and roll a little bit just to give Spencer Dinwiddie some breaks. Same with Luka when they're on the bench or somebody gets in foul trouble or somebody gets injected like tonight. It's just good to have another guy that can get a bucket and play in the pick and roll and play make a little bit. So I think the Kimba trade, I mean, the pick Kimba pickup was better than Capazzo. Capazzo can defend, but he can't score. Kimba can't defend, but at least he can score. At least he can get hot. At least he can barrage. I know he's not the same Kimba, but you just need him to do it in spurts. You don't need him to be the old Kimba. You just need him to be a 15 to 22 minute guy that can come in and give you a boost. Eight to 12 points is what I'm expecting Kimba to give them. That's about all that they need. Had to wear blue because of the Warriors and the Mavericks had an instant classic and this is instant analysis keep watching keep subscribing keep liking like on facebook my dad will be in the description like this video and share it that helps the channel grow we've been flying up subscribers keep liking and sharing so more people can notice this channel and help this channel grow also check out my socials click on my channel my facebook my instagram and my twitter will all be right by my banner and you can follow me outside of youtube if you want to get a closer connection to me and be more than just a person that watch me on youtube and get to know me a little bit more also like analysis playground on youtube and on facebook because that allows the channel to grow outside of youtube too so we can have a bigger presence on the internet and around the world thanks for love thanks for watching i'll be back with the instant analysis on the clipper game see you guys later and hopefully tonight